siempre tienen nada más que la confrontación. Hey, welcome to Unpopular Opinion. I'm your host, Adam Todd Brown. I used to write a bunch of weekly columns for a bunch of internet places, and I would use those columns to put forth all sorts of crazy opinions. Then, I would come on this show to defend those opinions. But now, I don't do anything ever at all. Joining me today, he is the host of an Unpops Network podcast called Ghoul School that you should listen to sometimes. He also hosts his own podcast called Look Good for the Boys. They're both about horror movies. Also, he's a fantastic comedian. Hopefully we can tell jokes again someday. Ladies and gentlemen, Andy Sell. Also joining me, he is the official Unpops ambassador of SAD. But we're not talking about sad stuff today. He is also a fantastic comedian, and he just got married, and he's going to have a kid soon. Holy shit. Ladies and gentlemen, a Tiff Myers. It's going to be a great show. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Unpopular Opinion. I'm your host, Adam Todd Brown. Joining me as co-host this week, ooh, my favorite co-host of all, no co-host. But I do have a room full of guests, a virtual Zoom room full of guests. Case in point, a Tiff Myers is here and we're not even talking about sad stuff today. I know, I'm excited. This is going to be fun. This is actually going to be a really fun episode. A Tiff, how's it going, man? Thanks for doing it. Everything's going well. Like, I'm going to be a dad soon. That's so exciting. I got... I got good cum. <laughs> <laughs> That's what people have always said about you. I, look, I want to be clear. I have never said anything to the contrary. It's yeah, always been. Oh, you know a Tiff? Great cum, right? Yeah. Great cum, that I was guy. worried. I was worried about jizz. Yeah. I've always heard that, yeah. And commenting on a Tiff Myers cum, that was Andy Sell. <laughs> Hi. Andy is my co-host on the Unpops Music Podcasts. He hosts a podcast of his own called Google School, podcast of his own called Look Good for the Boys, and we're going to be doing another season of Unpops Music really soon. Last week, me and Jeff, we did an international news roundup episode, and that came hot on the heels of a local news roundup episode, and we made a joke that, hey, next we should do an intergalactic news roundup, and ha ha ha. That's what we're doing this week, except not really, like, intergalactic. I don't know where I would go for news about things happening outside our The galaxy. Beastie Boys. You'd go to the Beastie Boys. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, the, that's the obvious choice, but yeah. beyond that. So we're talking about some space uh, news, basically. If you want not sad news right now, you basically have to go to space. <laughs> Pretty much. And even then, some of it can be a little sad. Anyone still dream about going to space? No. I have nightmares about it. Yeah, I used to as a kid. Really? I thought it would be cool, but the space shuttle killed that dream for me. I mean, the space shuttle killed a lot of things. It's kind of yeah, and some people. Yeah, yeah. I just, I just don't like leaving my house. That's like the most <laughs> I could leave my house. I did a cracked video about it, and then a colleague of mine did essentially the same video a few weeks later. It's fine, uh, <laughs> but it was a video about all the reasons why going to space would just be super boring like it would be cool to look at but then it's like all right well where are we eating like yeah <laughs> what's is there a some, pool is some there chilies 
Is there a my club th- we can go to? Is there a space chilies? My thing doing? about it is that it you have to do like training. Like you have to go to school to be able to get on the plane that goes to space. And it's like, I'm not putting that kind of effort into it. I don't like air travel. I'm definitely not going to like having to do homework for space travel. Yeah. Also, you got to also be in the military. Like it's a lot of ex-military. Like I had a friend who said that was just like his biggest fear is to be trapped in space. And I was like, you live in a studio apartment. Like no one's fucking dragging you there. (laughs) (laughs) Why would you be afraid of that? Yeah. Like I love Star Trek and spaceship science fiction and all that shit. Love it. But when it comes to the reality of it, it's like I'd rather the people I don't like go out there and I stay right here. (laughs) Well, it's like they had that Mars thing you could sign up for. It was like five or ten years ago. But this website was like, hey, do you want to be among the first hundred thousand or so people to colonize Mars? Sign up here. And it's like, you don't want to be first. Yeah, like, no. you don't want to be that guinea pig. Yeah, like, I think that's... history has shown what typically happens to the first group of people that get somewhere. Like, you're just going to get gentrified by a team of space trumps like five years after that. That's <laughs> yeah. when I want to go. Like, I want to go after <laughs> all that shit has happened. Yeah. And there's yeah, like, after they've... yeah, there's like strip malls and Indian yeah. restaurants and shit. India's got a great <laughs> space program. Yeah. Wait, wait till Mars gets a, like a halal guys. Then, <laughs> exactly. then it'll be fine to go to. Yeah. Until then, though. No, I don't want to go. Yeah. And I think you're right. The space shuttle was a big part because I was with you. I was a kid that was like, oh, space. Cool. But then if you're of our age range, mm-hmm. You remember very clearly what happened with a space shuttle, and it's like, mm, yeah, we're good. It's it was just, good. It was grim. It's just so much work, man. Like, no, yeah, I, I gotta work. I gotta go to a gym to go to space. Fuck you. Uh-uh. <laughs> There's a museum in Seattle that's basically like an aviation museum, and they have all these different like. There's actual planes you can walk through. Like, they have a Concorde that you oh, can walk oh. through. They have an actual Air Force One set up that you can walk yeah. through. And I got to tell you, the most boring of all the things you could walk through was the space shuttle. Like on the inside, <laughs> it looked like the space shuttle looks on the outside. It was just all black and white and fucking boring. There was nowhere for a bar. There was nowhere for Reagan <laughs> to make phone calls about the Contras and shit. There was none of that. <laughs> so, yeah, you can tell we're the right people to talk about space for a solid hour. We're all... Awesome. Very excited to go. <laughs> we don't even know about the ocean, and that's here. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, Why the fuck would we go to space? Yeah, I've said many a time, I don't need to be in the ocean. That's the outer space no. of Earth. And yeah. it's because we're not supposed to be in it. Space belongs to the aliens. Ocean belongs to... Whatever water. is down there. Yeah, water aliens, <laughs> like octopus and shit like that. And James Cameron. I think James Cameron also... He pretty much lives <laughs> down there now. It's his. He really does. Yeah. yeah, he really spends a lot of... He's like fucking SpongeBob. He's always <laughs> underwater doing some shit for his long-ass movies that I hate. So bad. They're all yeah. so overrated. All right. Thank you. Let's talk about this first space story. This is an Earth story with some okay. space leanings. Congress has not ruled out that aliens have visited Earth. Kind of a bullshit headline. We'll get to that. But (laughs) Congress recently (laughs) held a hearing regarding UFOs, which are now called UAPs. And here's the thing. No, they're not. They're still called UFOs. No, we're not doing that. We're not making that switch. Mm -mm. No. No, especially not with them almost being real now. I'm not going to have it watered down by calling them UAPs. I feel like they always say this when, like, big shit's happening. It's like the McRib 
of like political stories, right? Yeah, there's probably something else serious happening right now that the we Trump should be shit. Yeah. paying way more attention to. But oh, the fact that the Supreme Court basically just took away the Fourth Amendment. Well, there's that too. Here's yeah. the thing: sometimes this podcast is a solution to the problem, and sometimes it's part <laughs> of the problem. And no. we are being part of the problem this week, I guess. No, I'm fine. I'm, saying, I'm fine with it. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying that they always are like, someone's like, oh, there's big political shit. Then they're like, yo, there's aliens. And then people get fucking looking that way. Well, this is, and this is how you know that there's something really going on is because they're also coupling this story with the, and you have to change what you call them now. Because that's going to start its own <laughs> arguments online so that people will be extra distracted. And yeah, the only reason I can think of for that change is they're implying that maybe some of these aren't real. Like it's a projection mm. of some sort. Yeah, which, they're not actually objects. That has been a concern of the U.S. government for as long as UFOs have been seen in the sky. If you go back and look at those files... From the very beginning, the CIA was like, is this Russia fucking with us? <laughs> yeah. And then they were like, wait, can we fuck with Russia this way? And everything can, has been And then, wait, can since. we fuck with our own people this way? Right, right. <laughs> and now the New World Order is breathing down our necks. Check Hollywood out Conspiracy. <laughs> Check out Conspiracy the Show on the Unpops Network. <laughs> yeah, that's the New World Order I meant. Yeah, the, the whole Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan is too Sweden. <laughs> so... The last time Congress got together to talk about UFOs, though, was 50 years ago as part of Project Blue Book. So this is kind of a big deal. It's only happening, though, because literally one of the last things Trump did on the way out of office, there was this COVID relief bill. And I don't know how it happened, but it got all this UFO shit attached to it. And basically, there's a stipulation in this 2020 COVID relief bill that says Every U.S. intelligence agency has to produce what they know about UFOs within the next 180 days. So the CIA dropped a bunch of files over this, and all of these different agencies have been responding to it. And this is <laughs> Congress basically meeting over one of the reports that came out as a result of that COVID bill, which is... Uh, Still weird to me. Well, half of Trump's cabinet was a conspiracy theory, guys. So yeah. it makes sense. Yeah, but it's like, also... You want COVID help. It's also weird because they're like the right-wing conspiracy theory guy. And and look, the I guess the UFO conspiracy stuff is where the right-wing and the left-wing nuts come together over, you know? Although the <laughs> left-wing nuts, we're not typically actually nuts. <laughs> it's actually like, no, this is what's really happening. These are the real pedophiles. Why are you looking over there for <laughs> pedophiles? We actually know about these pedophiles. So, yeah, I don't know. This is just how another example of Trump's bipartisanship, I guess. <laughs> well, with, with UFOs and right-wing types, I do run a conspiracy theory podcast, and right now we're diving into the book Behold a Pale Horse, which is a Oof. classic conspiracy theory book. And one of the tenets of the New World Order conspiracy, which didn't start with that book, but it was kind of popularized <laughs> there, is that at some point <laughs> the secret government 
is going to stage this false flag operation that looks like an alien invasion in the sky, but it's really just like holograms and smoke and mirrors and bullshit. And I think a lot of the right-wing paranoia around UFOs is actually paranoia about that. I don't think they actually believe in aliens and UFOs. I think they think the libs are going to false flag the United States and the rest of the world with a fake alien attack. That sounds like the Watchmen. Yeah, yeah people <laughs> people bring that up all the time. Yeah, yeah, it is depicted in Watchmen. But it actually, I don't know when Watchmen was written, but H.G. Wells also wrote a book called The New World Order that okay. was actually not a fiction book. It was just, the difference is the New World Order books of the early 90s, late 80s are all panicking about how George H.W. Bush said the New World Order in a speech, and now it's really coming and it's a bad thing. H.G. Oh. Wells' New World Order book was all the same shit, but how we actually need to do it. He's like, no, 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 no. We need a one yeah. world government. We need to Whoa. fucking get yeah. rid of all these religions. Like, that's what we need. And I think that's where a lot of that paranoia comes from. But yeah, man, right wingers, they think the libs are going to launch a false flag alien attack and usher in a one world government. I mean, maybe, you know, if you can do it, you know, good on you. You know what I mean? Like (laughs) if you put the work in to make that dream come true, baby, I I will have to respect it. Yeah. I've always said that if that happens, I'm going to be terrified. It's going to be a bad thing. But also somewhere deep down inside, there's going to be a little national pride where I'm going to be like, (laughs) okay, but my country did that. That's fucking crazy. I just think it would be hilarious if it was like the quote unquote libs that the right wingers think are behind it. Like if it's like Al Franken yeah, sure. or something that does this, it's like, holy sh- Stuart Smalley, what the fuck? That would be crazy. <laughs> yeah, apparently most of the testimony at these hearings centered around the idea that these UAPs might actually be something from Earth that one of our adversaries is putting in the sky. So we're basically right back to where we were in the 1950s when we first started talking about UFOs. We're still just like, I don't know, maybe it's Russia, which, eh. They don't even have internet anymore. <laughs> we took away the internet. Like, what are they doing? There were also some closed sessions that were classified, though. Look, oh, okay. the thing is, you need to start using interstellar weaponry if you're going to take on, like, Azov Battalion. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> The article that we'll link to about this story is very frustrating because the headline is, Have Aliens Visited Earth? U.S. Congress Doesn't Rule It Out. And if you read the article, that's true, but it's true in the same way that U.S. Congress didn't rule out that Bush did (laughs) 9-11. It didn't seem to have come Mm. up. They didn't actually (laughs) tackle the question of, Have Aliens Visited Earth? They just didn't rule it out because it seems like no one asked. Yeah, there's a lot of you could you could put a lot of data in that meme, you know, like yeah. you could follow <laughs> just about any statement with U.S. Congress doesn't rule it out. Am I the world's <laughs> most generous lover? U.S. Congress doesn't rule it out. So how is that not the first say? question asked, though? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who's who's in this hearing that it's like we're going to talk about UFOs, but no one's going to be like, I'm sorry, I ha- I don't want to be a dick, but I, <laughs> I, I have to ask this. Are they here or yeah. have they already been here? Are you That's an alien? A- this should be question number one. Like, yeah. have they shown up? No? All right, let's get the fuck out of here. Like, what are we? why won't you open with that? That, also speaking of the book, Behold a Pale Horse, if anyone watched the most recent season of American Horror Story, and I feel confident I might have been the only person who did, 
the I watched the first half when it was the vampires in oh, the okay. art town, but I See, didn't watch the alien one. You got to watch the alien one because yeah. it is based on a famous conspiracy theory that claims Dwight Eisenhower signed an agreement with aliens that had mm-hmm. already come to Earth and that the agreement was we would get alien technology in exchange for them being able to abduct people and conduct medical experiments on them. And what's interesting, the guy who wrote Behold a Pale Horse was one of the big proponents of that theory. And he was like, I saw documents about it when I was in the Navy and blah, blah, blah. And then one year he goes to a UFO convention and one of the first people to push that theory gets up in front of this UFO convention and admits that he basically hoaxed the UFO community mm-hmm. with the help of the U.S. government. Because there's this guy, there's a documentary called Mirage Men. It is fascinating. It's about a guy named Richard Doty, whose entire job with the government, he worked for Air Force Intelligence, I think. And if someone was like poking around Area 51 and actually spotted something the government didn't want them to know about, Richard Doty would go out and give them a bunch of other information, but it would be fake. Yeah. And it would be stuff the government could very easily shoot down. But because Richard Doty seemed like a trusted government source, this guy would go, all right, shit. Well, now I'm going to publish this. And as soon as you do, the government comes out and goes, see, this guy's a liar. You can't believe anything he says. And that's how this story about Dwight Eisenhower signing a deal with aliens started. This guy had built an antenna on his roof. (laughs) In his home in New Mexico, and the government was legitimately worried he would hear things that he wasn't supposed to. So they were like, go tell him some bullshit to spread. (laughs) And that's what they came up with. And it fucking blew up into this thing. And eventually it was discredited at a UFO convention. And boy, were people salty about it when it happened. So they might have visited... I want that job. I want the job of like who I want to be in that writer's room. I I just want to write hoaxes. I don't want to work for the government, though, is the problem. Yeah, Yeah, but the the benefits, though, you get good benefits. You get all the holidays. It's cushy. Government jobs are cushy. It's true. That's true. true. Most of my family works for the government. So, yeah, I get it. Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, that was a. Yeah, they write write hoaxes. (laughs) (laughs) No, they work for like what they He's an industry uh, insider over here. Look at the nepotism. <laughs> right? <laughs> I wish. <laughs> no, I hate that. I like that you brought up that this article is frustrating because it's bad. Like, it's a bad article. Like it the is. guy who, at one point, when he's talking about the UAPs, sorry, the UFOs, and he's like, what could these objects be? Well, one theory is that they are extraterrestrial in origin. And it's like, yeah, no fucking shit. That's why we clicked on it. Yeah. That's why we're here. You don't. <laughs> Yeah, he gets into a bunch of, well, I'm not going to believe it without scientific evidence. And it's like, it's really fuckface. I think that's what everyone's stance has been forever. And he also says not without incredible evidence. And it's like, well, the textbook definition of incredible means impossible to believe. So I think we have incredible evidence about UFOs. Yeah, we have plenty of incredible evidence. I think we need the credible evidence now, fuckface. Anyway, thanks for the article. (laughs) Speaking of things that seem like they should have happened first, NASA is just now launching a UFO study 
despite the, quote, reputational risk. I saw another story with this from a different source on Twitter that a friend of mine posted. And I looked at him and it's like, I feel like NASA is the one using the reputational risk quotes like a disclaimer. You know what I mean? To be like, yeah, we know it's stupid, but come on. I think kind of, yeah. It seems like that. But shouldn't NASA have looked into this already? Right? Yes. That's the that's the other thing. I do I did like this article. Yeah. But I don't like them using UAP now. I don't want to use UAP. There's a lot of things I do think we can be, you know, we should be fluid on people's names, people's pronouns, things For like sure. the people that yes. like when they prefer it. When it comes yes. to UFO UAP, this is the hell I'm dying. This is when I turn into my fucking grandfather. Like Absolutely. this is when it's like over my goddamn dead body will I call yeah. them that. Yeah. <laughs> Agreed. Agreed. I don't care if they come down here themselves and land and say, hi, we'd really prefer UAP. And I would say, no, fuck you. It's UFO. You mutilated our cattle for decades. So, yeah. How was NASA not like first to do like at least while you're up there? Just have a look around. Shout. I mean, there's no sound in space unless you're inside a black hole, which NASA revealed recently. There are some situations where gas can get trapped in a galaxy and sound can trap. It's a whole thing. But yeah, apparently the concern here is that NASA is afraid they'll look like they're kind of selling out by actually treating this like science. But it is science. Those things are in the I fucking thought they would notice the whole time. That's the weird part. I mean, they just went yeah. to space to look, but not yeah. look. I think yeah. you might at least keep an eye out. We're trusting keep You don't have to say this, NASA. I think it's that thing of like, if you're a nerd in school and you don't want to be associated with the nerds that you think are nerdier than you, like, I, don't lump me in with the Dungeons and Dragons nerd. I'm a band nerd. It's a totally different kind of like, don't put me in with them. <laughs> and I think that's what this is, is that the NASA nerds are afraid of being lumped in with the like X-Files nerds. And it's just like, no, you guys got to understand that you're all part of the same thing. You know? So yeah, they're saying that like what they did if they didn't see a UFO in the last like fucking however long they've been around, they weren't gonna snitch. Because we're not, we're not studying that. Like look no, away. that's look away. I, keep an eye out. That's what we thought. It's keep an eye out. They let us know. Well, yeah. Maybe that's it too. Maybe they're like <laughs> trying to be like, hey, rest of the government. We're not going to be poking around in your business. We know that you've already got aliens on your payroll. Mm. We're mm. not looking into that. Mm. We don't. You don't need to cook your books for us. We're <laughs> going to act like aliens aren't real. That way you can continue with your business. <laughs> I also think it's funny that they're using the phrase selling out when, not to spoil <laughs> the story that's coming up later, but they've had a partnership with fucking Snoopy for 50-something <laughs> years. Like... This is selling out? No, this is your job. Cross-promotion with comic strip characters is not. Snoop, yeah. Snoopy's a big infiltrator. He's got a, yeah. a lot of inroads in the science community, too. Snoopy's actually the body they found in Roswell. Yes, exactly. Here's an interesting detail from this article. And I don't know, maybe this is a typo? But it said the study will last nine months at a cost of no more than $100,000. Yeah. That doesn't feel like enough. I feel like with a really aggressive crowdfunding campaign, I could put together a hundred grand in nine months, especially if I was studying UFOs. That's just one guy. That's one guy that paid for nine months. A hundred grand (laughs) in nine months. Like the LAPD spends a hundred grand on fucking post-its in nine months. Yeah. I don't get how they're going to do it that cheap. I completely get that. They're just just hiring a dude being like, yeah, we'll give you a nine-month contract to look for aliens on Google Maps. Watch this this video feed. Yeah, that's it. And there's a guy finding shit. 
isn't this attached to something that's already up there? Yeah, those people can't look. Don't worry about it. Yeah, you so, watch it. It's so fucking funny to me that like NASA, the actual government space people, they haven't flown to space in a while, right? Like we haven't had any manned missions yeah. out there. No. Yet like Bezos and Musk and all these clowns are just sending fucking well, trash up there every month. The last time we tried the Apollo 19 mission, we found that there were these space rocks that were actually spiders, and they you're, would get inside the suit. And, that's actually you're thinking of the Apollo 18 mission. Oh, Apollo 18, sure, which, sure, sure, sure. Which you're right, Adam? Fuck, man. Hey, speaking of teasers, we will be covering that on an episode of Ghoul School real soon. I love oh. Apollo 18 so much. It's such a fun found yeah. footage movie. You're finally gonna get your wish. Oh, I'm into it. <laughs> Yeah, also, this study is going to be done with no classified military data. Well, then why fucking bother? Then Exactly. See, this is see, what I'm talking about. This is why they don't actually look into it before is because it's like if you're not going to look at the classified data and you're not going to even use any money, then how is this an actual search for evidence? Yeah. yeah. It's not in earnest. Thanks for nothing, government like this, space The selling agency. out part of this is that this is a publicity stunt. A little bit, yeah. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Now let's talk about private money actually doing some work in space. <laughs> A privately funded killer asteroid spotter is here to save us all. Remember that time a giant asteroid slammed into the Earth and all the dinosaurs fucking died? Idiots. <laughs> fucking idiots. Well, uh, all, was, ah, an uh, asteroid. Stupid <laughs> dinosaurs. What, you couldn't <laughs> build a fucking asteroid spotting system? Right? You stupid dinosaurs. I don't, built I don't know airport. why they named it after like a hit TV show, though. Like They should have given it an original name when that happened. Pieces of shit. Oh. <laughs> 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 fucking cocksuckers. <laughs> well, here's the thing. This could happen again, but we'd be the stupid dinosaurs this time. Uh, we'd guys, be the ones on. who die. So we have to keep an eye on that shit. And two of the people <laughs> out there fighting that good fight, Ed Lou and Danica Remy. Yes, the Ed Lou and Danica Remy of the Asteroid Institute. There's an Asteroid Institute. That's a real thing. Really? I like the name of that. They <laughs> head up a team that developed an algorithm called Thor. Like these people Fuck yeah. fucking get it when it comes yeah. to naming stuff. <laughs> yeah. The Asteroid Institute developed an algorithm called Thor that compares points of light from different images of the night sky, then matches them to piece together an individual asteroid's path through the solar system. I'm sure I didn't need to tell people that. Okay. It's like a moon I, <laughs> yeah, so. yeah, they're just spinning the. I gotta, I gotta say, with their name game this strong, I want to know what Ed Lou and Danica Remy have to say about the UFO UAP controversy. Yeah, and I'll tell you, whatever they decide, that's what I'll go with. Yeah, I bet they've tracked some UFOs with Thor. Yeah, there's no way yeah. they haven't. They've yeah, already sure. tracked 104 asteroids with Jeez. this system. They said, I don't want to know that. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I know that. And they also said anything from before they set this system up is 
just kind of lost. We're going to have oh, to wait, God. wait for that to get close enough that we can like yeah. feel the heat from it. And then it's just going to smash into us. We'll link to an article that has a whole lot of science talk about exactly how this program it's, works. It's a lot of science talk. It's a it lot is. of science sure talk. Is. I got a nosebleed before we started recording from <laughs> yeah. reading this. That's why um, a tiff was working out, just to read this article. <laughs> He's like, just, oh, the asteroids are coming. I got to get in shape for the asteroids. <laughs> it's like going to space. Yeah, the gist is this is a system that is meant to protect us in the event that an asteroid comes barreling toward Earth. And then we do we have guns for these asteroids? How do we stop these asteroids? I, I think we right, we can track we, them, but like, what are we gonna do? I think we Armageddon it and land on them and blow them up. It just destroys a bunch of small, poor countries and not like one big, rich one. That was the first yeah. movie that made me cry the, too. Oh, right. Was it? It was the <laughs> yeah. Animal Crackers, right? Yeah. No, I was just yeah. like, I was like, oh man, fucking Bruce Willis is gonna die. And I'm <laughs> sobbing like a twelve-year-old sobbing. Oh <laughs> uh, yes, it's a sad day whenever anyone has to. Yeah. Reckon with the mortality of Bruce Willis. Yeah, actually, no, bummed. actually, that is really sad shit. <laughs> yeah. It's all of us yeah. right now. Yeah, it's all of us. Sorry. Um, I like this article because, yeah, I, with a tip, I was just like, do we have a plan for this? Because don't build the thing that tracks them if all we're going to do is say, oh, by the way, this thing is going to kill us. Do we have a way to stop it? Well, no. Yeah. But they are, like, trying to develop a system for... Was it, was it a gravitational tractor or something to yeah. repel them or change their course? And I think that's really cool. But maybe that's work cool. on that first. Like, maybe we'll develop that before yeah. we before yeah, we the, get the binoculars. Let's get the thing that stops them. At least in conjunction. Like, <laughs> what if we all just jump at the same time it comes at us? Oh, <laughs> smart. <laughs> that makes sense. We all bench press the same time <laughs> fucking asteroid hits us. The Asteroid Institute is a program offshoot of the California-based nonprofit B612 Foundation, which also sounds fucking cool. It sounds like the band. Scary. Like, Yeah, they sound like they'd be trying well, to send asteroids at us <laughs> yeah. as opposed to fighting them. This is a quote. Yeah. B612 was founded with the goal to protect the planet from asteroid impacts. That is our primary goal, to build tools and technologies that will allow us to detect map and deflect asteroids that's a quote from danica remy it feels like the focus on primary goal means well we can also use it to shut down dissent in latin american countries and things like that but it's mostly to track yeah. Yeah, I, I i love this person because this is <laughs> like yeah there's a conviction here that's just like oh you are very naive but also, you found a field that you're passionate about. Like, I want to know what her life was growing up to lead her to this point of like, no, I am defending the world from asteroids. That is my calling. And not at all in any way being concerned with what every movie has told us about anything that can be even remotely used militarily. <laughs> Wait, Asteroid Day was also... Has the Queen guitarist Brian May in it? What? What's happening? Wait, what about Brian May? Danica co-founded Asteroid Day with the legendary Queen guitarist Brian May. Oh, yeah. Isn't he like, he's a super smart guy. Yeah. He's, I, yeah. He, he, pretty he's sure. doctor in front of his name. Yeah. Yeah. Holy yeah. shit. Is Brian May going to save us from the asteroids? <laughs> this this story fucking... just got even better. It's going to shred it with a guitar solo. <laughs> what Brian May is going to do. 
gonna play the riff from Tie Your Mother Down, and that thing's just gonna explode. <laughs> Uh, in case you're wondering, <laughs> Thor is an acronym for Tracklet-less Heliocentric Orbit Recovery. The Tracklet-less refers to the old way of tracking asteroids, which involved tracklets. You know, tracklets. Oh, yeah, tracklets. Remember when I we saw... used to have to carry a bunch of fucking tracklets around to <laughs> track an asteroid? Gen Z will never know what it was like <laughs> to have to carry a tracklet everywhere. Tracklets can fuck right off. Even better... <laughs> Thor runs on the even more awesomely named Atom platform. Oh, shit. That means Asteroid Discovery Analysis and Mapping, which is also what my name means, but drop the Turroid. Right? Ass Discovery Analysis and Mapping. (laughs) Woo! I like that. It's not true. My name does actually mean Asteroid Discovery Analysis (laughs) and Mapping. It's very weird. All day I dream about asteroid discovery. <laughs> that would actually work. Kind of, right? No. A D, no. A D, dad. Close enough. Yeah. I'm All right. Gonna, you know, I can't spell. Next story. Atif, what do you have to say about this? Saudi Arabia. I, knew you, I was like, this is like, yeah, okay, now I know I'm here. <laughs> nope. I've lived there for years. Saudi Arabia there. bans Pixar's light year over same As sex. they should. Are there. <laughs> fucking ruining minds with this mo- no I'm fucking with you when I, lived in I was Saturday, like Jesus we- Christ what happened to a tip since I left LA <laughs> moved to the suburbs got more cons- no. <laughs> I, um, no I no well, I used to live in Saturday but it wasn't even a movie theater so this in itself is a big step forward at least they got movie theaters now yeah since 2018 it said in the article yeah. they legalized <laughs> cinemas in 2018 we had to go to the movies we went- wanted to go to the movies We'd have to go to a different country. Like, we'd go to Bahrain. Jesus Christ, no wonder they did (laughs) 9-11. It was Bush, all right? And you know that, (laughs) conspiracy boys. All right. Yeah, so so when I heard this, I was like, oh, okay. But they also banned fucking Doctor Strange, the latest one, for the same reason. Yeah, because there's a a lesbian character in Doctor Strange. Yeah, the girl had two moms, and they were just existing. And Saudi Arabia's like, fuck that. We don't need people (laughs) Also, see that. West Side Story because of a transgender character and the, also, 2020, the 2020 Pixar film Onward because of a scene where a character implies she's a lesbian. But at least they have movies now. That's what I'm saying. We used to have like a guy in our neighborhood who would have bootleg movies. So you have to see him. But then when you come to America and see the actual movies, you realize like you're missing like half of it. Oh, so. yeah. Yeah. I mean, the other thing, too, is that it's like I don't want to get into defending Disney, that's not what this is about for me. Which I do think would be funny if this is what gets Disney adult liberals to like be like, actually, now we're pissed off about Saudi Arabia. Like, it's not 9-11, not murder journalists, but like, <laughs> how dare you fuck with Disney, Saudi Arabia? But like, that's not going to Movies work. wouldn't exist without gay people. Like, <laughs> yeah. like yeah. period. <laughs> yeah, that, that wouldn't work because the right hates Disney right now. Because yeah. of the don't say gay bill and their support for that. Cool. And even this scene in Lightyear where a space ranger named Alicia greets her partner who was a woman with a smooch right on the smacker, if you know what I mean. Shame on them. Right? <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. I'm so kidding. <laughs> and that scene apparently was cut even before the movie went out. And employees within Disney protested over that. Well, 
when I lived there, they would censor everything. Like, I remember the only comic books they had there were, like, Archie. But then, like, someone's whole job was with a black marker, fucking draw over, like, Betty and Veronica's cleavage if they had cleavage, which they never do. So it's like, I was stunned they had movie theaters, but then I'm like, you know they also censor literally everything else. Even the internet is censored. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But they do have public beheadings. So if you do want to go to a public beheading, you can do that. I mean, I've never seen one. I, I wanted to go, but I was like 12. My dad is like, that's irresponsible if I took you. <laughs> your dad it's sort of like it's like a dad you know i can't take you to see wild things you're only 12 that would be inappropriate no but no i mean we were americans so we were like dude this is stupid but i just remember i saw any given sunday in like in the bahraini movie theater and then when i saw the american version i was like dude there's so many more dicks in this movie like the movie's like half dicks so they do censor everything it's just I'm glad there's no Saudi cut of this movie because that would fuck that movie would fucking suck ass. Also, wait, it says right here that the movie wasn't even submitted to censors in Saudi Arabia because Pixar knew it was going to be banned. It's sort of yeah. like so they didn't actually ban it. They, they submitted didn't... it to censors in the UAE, uh, and okay. it initially yeah. got through, and then people complained. Gotcha. Okay, and then it started getting banned. Also, this. This might sound very fucked up. Going to preface it with that. <laughs> uh, uh, great. Can't wait. Excited. No, but like when I was living there, you would see things we would view as like kind of gay, but like they would just view it as like normal. There was a group of men just walking, holding hands. Yeah. But like uh, I remember yeah. they called me gay for being an American and I was like, all of you are holding hands right now. Like, I don't know. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like they should be able to handle this. Like this isn't that big of a deal. I don't know why it is. They try to blame Islam for it, but like, as a Muslim, we don't really care. So I don't, they just censor, they literally censor everything. Well, it's yeah, it's like when you, when you talk about hypocrisies in religion or whatever, it's usually yeah. not actually about the religion. It's about the like power structure. And it's like Biden is going over to, right? Isn't he going to Saudi Arabia right now? He's like going to meet with the Saudis and it's like. Probably. Is, is it about this? That's my question. He's <laughs> like, you must, you must let Lightyear play in your cinemas. Probably, um, yeah. But, yeah, we're buddy-buddy. You know, our government's buddy-buddy with their government, and, yeah. but also with Israel. And it's like, people are like, well, isn't that a double standard? It's like, no, not really. It's about power. It has nothing to do with yeah. the actual tenets of any religion or any, like, Human you know, con convictions. Yeah, it's just yeah. like, no, these are the rich people that have all the power. And they're going to do whatever they can to keep that. It's why, you know, whatever. This is Space News Day. I'm Let's... not going to talk about murdered journalists and <laughs> double standards about governments that we will and will not work with. No, but it's like if you think of any rated R movie that has come out that has been over there, that movie's been so fucking cut up that it's like a PG when they watch it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like yeah. I remember when I was in Morocco, this is how long it was, the second Eminem album came out. <laughs> and they were like... Yo, you gotta hear this. And it was just another guy rapping as Eminem. It's <laughs> an Arab man. Because <laughs> I remember That's... I let my cousin listen to it. I was like, nah, man, this is the real shit. And he was so like, what the fuck? Everything's <laughs> fake in this country. I was like, yeah, man, that's what they do. That's amazing. That is great. Have either of you seen Chuck Norris versus Communism? No. It's a documentary. It's probably still on Netflix. But in Romania, when Ceausescu was in power you couldn't watch any western films and there was this one guy 
who would smuggle movies in, but they would all be in English. So there was one woman who would overdub these movies in Romanian. So if you grew up in Romania in the 80s, anytime you saw an American movie, it was the same woman doing all oh. of the voices. And she would yeah. censor it if they cussed and she didn't want to cuss. She would just like change words. She would change dialogue sometimes. It's an amazing this. documentary. That's amazing. I'm like over here, privileged American. I've been seeing all this crap. And I'm like, no, I want to live in a place where they censor everything because that sounds fun. <laughs> What's also crazy is like these movie theaters probably have men and women in separate sides, like completely segregated. This being censored, I don't know why it's shocking when like way more oppressive yeah. things are happening to even see the movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So let's talk about another story. <laughs> let's talk about women. I'm going to talk about women. Woo! Yeah. Are they shopping? Even <laughs> better. Turns out a woman's place is leading a mission to Mars, apparently. Uh, Irony alert, even though women are from Venus and men are from Mars. We're from there, ladies. Let yeah. us let us have a crack at where we're from. I think we'll tell you a thing or two about Mars. You don't see us trying to pilot a mission to Venus, do you? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not exactly. I'm not going over to Venus mansplaining all that shit. Uh, this is all according to a study by sociologist Dr. Inga Popovaite of the Kaunas University of Technology in Lithuania. Anyone ever been? Great no. basketball team. They made the NCAA tournament in 2009. <laughs> Amazing. Personally, they're the only name I trust when it comes to studies about which gender is better suited for life on Mars. For this study, they took reports made by commanders at the Mars Desert Research Stations, which is the world's largest and longest running simulated Mars surface base. Anyone know about that? It's apparently in the middle of Utah. There's just a structure that is meant to mimic what it's like on Mars. Makes sense. Utah so it's sucks. Utah, but less racist, basically. <laughs> That's what Mars is like. They studied reports that were made at that mm. place for this study. And here's a quote. While it is traditionally considered that male leaders are task-oriented and women are more sociable leaders, my research has shown that both male and female commanders were equally focused on task completion. The only difference between them was that women more frequently encouraged their team with positive, supportive messages. So Fair. women are cool. I mean, yeah, that... Men that, are dicks. That kind of checks out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's this generally be, been my experience. This so. could be... Yeah, yeah, this could be anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you, exa exactly. No, exactly. Women are like, more you, qualified to fucking make them, like, yeah. Yeah. For these yeah. exact reasons. Here's the thing. I get weirded out anytime gender studies like this come up in like a biologically essentialist way. It's always like, well, we're a half step away from the turfs getting involved now when it comes to stuff like this. But sure. yeah, I mean, by and large, in general, in the most inclusive way possible, by and large, I do find, yeah, I would rather do anything with women than with other men. Just about anything. And if, if we're talking about space travel to Mars, yeah. Yeah, I'm on the women's team. I can't. Oh, yeah, 100%. No, the, the, the men, that ends in horribly violent things uh, almost every time. It's going to be too loud. Yeah. Oh. Every sport I've played, whenever I had like a, a woman coach or a woman in, in charge, it's been way more fun. And I haven't been called <laughs> weak or terrible. They've always been yeah. like, yo, man, just try harder. As opposed to just like questioning everything about me. So, yeah. yeah. 
Here's another quote. During the mission, the crew is mainly performing mundane tasks, making food, washing dishes, and tidying the environment. In these environments, people need to survive for prolonged periods without the emotional and psychological support of their family and friends. That's why a leader who cares about the emotional needs of their team becomes more sustainable, especially in the later stages of the mission. So that thing where we say women are too emotional for leadership positions like this turns out that's exactly the opposite if we're going to mars yeah like and the, i don't yeah. say that andy says it yeah <laughs> yeah this is another <laughs> yeah oh man look you will not turn me on this adam <laughs> now this is another big old duh like yeah yeah just, do we really need a study in utah to know this i don't think we did well this study was in lithuania this is in lithuania oh, study would I... be in utah analyzed reports from a facility gotcha. in utah well, in that case, we did need it. I, also, yeah. also, how'd they get them? She's spying? She's spying on us? <laughs> we got Lithuanian What's moles going on, Lithuania? in, our, in our Mars gender studies. Yeah. Don't you tell us how to run Mars? But wait, why didn't the Utah people release this first? Were they like in disbelief? Like, nah, come on. He's I mean, hate, right? <laughs> they don't let women go to space in Utah. You kidding me? <laughs> Very traditional gender roles when it comes to space stuff among the Mormons. But at least everyone gets a planet when they die. So that's cool. Ooh, that's sure. Oh, Good yeah, job. that's right. They probably didn't release this study because this was just like a side study for them. Their main <laughs> studies are probably all about the planets they get when they die. Or what if they're really just in the Utah desert when they die? And they're like, oh, my God, this is another planet. <laughs> yeah. Hey, it does look like another planet yeah. in some places. That's for sure. Just in a shittier part of Utah as if that was even possible. Good job. So, yeah. Trust women to take you to Mars. The future of space travel is female. Yeah, I would say this probably, I mean, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say probably women and like non-binary people would probably be the best to be with. Just like, I think it's just overtly straight cis men. I don't need them on my space team. You don't want me leading your space team, that's for sure. No, I, and here's the thing. I don't want to lead your space team. Like I'm going when they figure out how we can drive there ourselves. Like I don't want... I'll take I'll take my wife. I'll take my cat. But <laughs> yeah, the rest of you motherfuckers can get on the other tour bus. Again, who wants to go to space, though? This shouldn't be awful. <laughs> I feel like we're getting into, like, if we have to territory. Yeah. Nah, I'll fucking die which, here in my fucking yeah, which even then, the triple dipper. I don't give a fuck. There's a really great documentary series called Evacuating Earth, and I don't know if it's streaming anywhere right now, but it's all about what we would do if... We knew the Earth was going to be destroyed by, in this case, a neutron star. If that mm. happened, we would know like 70 years in advance, or at least in this scenario. Mm. In this documentary series is about how we would prepare to evacuate Earth. And the first really sobering thing everyone has to take into account is at best, we're going to be able to build a ship that can take like 200 thou, maybe, probably Fuck. way less than that. And the rest of us are just going to die. But it's going to look so cool when it happens oh my god yeah, the ship or the destruction both the okay. ship the ship rules and the destruction <laughs> super duper rules and oh, right. I, I love in the series they show the moment earth finally explodes and there's just one lone kid looking out a window watching it it's like every Jesus. motherfucker on that ship would watch that Wow. Like you would not be yeah, able to. You would sure. sell tickets. Yeah, I just love everybody else has already moved on. They're like, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, shit, look at that. It's on It's on 
TopDocumentaryFilms.com. You can watch it for free. <laughs> oh, I, I can't believe I didn't see it there when I was scrolling most recently. It's very good. People should watch it. Dude, you know, fuck the earth. What happens, <laughs> happens. If it dies, it dies. I'm like Ivan Drago. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, there is a point, unless it happens now. Like, I'm getting up there in years. The further we get yeah. along, if they're like, listen, in 25 years, the earth is going to fucking explode. You can be on the ship that gets us out of here, but you're going to have to work really hard every day for the next 25 nah. years. I'm going to be like, pass. No, yeah, pass. pass. I'm not I'm not getting on that thing in my 60s. Give yeah. me a break. Yeah. Not happening. I'll let, my, I'll let my wife and kid get on it. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> be like, fucking do what y'all want to do, man. I'm going to sit on Earth and play fucking PlayStation. <laughs> right? It's yeah. one thing that's going to survive the apocalypse. Oh, my God. Yeah, I would start smoking cigarettes again. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, start... that's, there's certain ages, like, if I hit 80, of course I'm going to start smoking <laughs> cigarettes again. You kidding me? <laughs> What's going to happen? I'm going to get lung cancer? It's like, fucking chase me. Chase yeah, me, I'd, lung cancer. I'd probably get high for the first time. I've never gotten high. I'd probably do that. I would get high oh. for the first time, too, on whatever drug I haven't tried by that point. Yeah. <laughs> can we hang out when this happens? Can we all just get high together, the three of us? Just, <laughs> oh, yeah. Just have yeah, a party, just what hang age, out. What age do you have to be before me and Andy can get you high for the first time? 90? I, mean, I don't know. I just have to find out. <laughs> yeah, probably. Or like, I'm 34, be our bucket list say. movie. Just the three of us old as oh, shit. Yeah. I mean, pressuring I'll be, a tiff into smoking <laughs> weed. A tiff Maybe at 90, 60? I'll be dead. I'll be long Maybe dead. Maybe sixty. I would say sixty. Okay, 60. yeah, sixty. I might, I might still be around then. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I'll get you high at sixty. Me and Adam, come on over to me and Adam's bunker <laughs> when the spaceship's leaving. Yeah, come check us out on the evacuation ship, and uh, we'll get you high. Yeah, are there yeah. going to be drugs? Are they even thinking about taking drugs to space? Because if not, man, fuck off. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, Arby's. No. Arby's. Is there? Oh. How many flavors of Mountain Dew are there going to be in space? Just the one. Oh, yeah. They're, they're so gonna have a, one of those one of those exclusive flavors, but it's not even gonna be one of the good ones. You know, it's Baja, not gonna be like Baja Blast Off. Oh, Ooh. hey, yeah, yeah. I think that's dark, the flavor. Dark Matter Berry, <laughs> right? <laughs> All right. I feel like we have to talk about Snoopy because we already Please. referenced it on the <laughs> podcast earlier. So yeah, I didn't know NASA and Snoopy had this big. 50-year partnership. I had, yeah, I had no idea that Snoopy oh, is no some idea. kind of fucking mascot for NASA. Yeah, I thought it was a cute little headline when I saw that Snoopy is going to fly aboard NASA's Artemis 1 moon mission. And I was like, well, that's neat. Let's read up on it. Turns out Snoopy has been doing space shit since 50 years ago. Yeah. Like, since the Apollo missions, Snoopy Jesus. has been doing, like, they do, like, integrations in schools and do, like, courses and things where Snoopy is involved. Charles Schultz wrote some Snoopy on the moon comic strips to promote the Apollo that's, mission. That's my favorite Gil Scott Heron track, Snoopy on the moon. <laughs> Snoopy on the moon. <laughs> Woodstock bit my sister Nell, but Snoopy's on the moon. Okay, I'm sorry. I love Gil Scott Heron. <laughs> that's a great song. Uh, what were you Snoopy's gonna say? boring as fuck. Yeah, he doesn't right? talk. I, when, no. you, when I saw this article, I was like, is this an article headline from 1968? Because 
Snoopy's not been relevant in a very long time. Also, we're still going to the fucking moon. Why? We've been there. It's true. Well, Have we're going to we live go? there. And well, Snoopy, yes, he's kind of, look, Snoopy's kind of vanilla. Yeah, he's not. Yeah. But if I'm traveling with any Peanuts character to the moon, it's going to be Snoopy. Because I don't want I don't want anyone wah, wah, wah in my fucking yeah. ear. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because that's how they sound when they talk to you. Maybe um, Schroeder. I'd go with Schroeder. At least he could play music. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. That'd you be know? Cool. You don't want to be in a spaceship with pig pen because it's going to smell. Lucy's going to pull the space football away from you. <laughs> Peppermint Patty to might kick be it. chill. Maybe Peppermint yeah, You know, what? You yeah. know what? Actually, any of the Peanuts girls I would go with except for Lucy. All the rest yeah. of them. And again, women are better space mission leaders. So true yeah i can't even name most of the male char like i know charlie brown is a dude and there's pig pen linus i guess franklin, I a lot of them. Franklin's franklin the black one franklin um yeah that's about it right yeah it's all you need i don't know you know what they can all come fuck it yeah sure why not we'll go out to space look for the great pumpkin he's a fucking cosmic horror old god so but he's like, what has snoopy ever done in these shits he just sleeps on a fucking doghouse not even in it he's just on it he well, also hallucinates that he's the Red Baron pretty frequently, so yeah. we can't let him pilot. Yeah, Snoopy does drugs for sure. <laughs> and that's the thing. Snoopy is piloting this mission. It's an unmanned mission. So it's just Snoopy in an orange flight suit. His role on this mission is to, uh, he he's... is acting as the zero gravity indicator. Yeah, yeah, he's to, yeah. <laughs> so when ground control is watching this mission happen inside the thing, once Snoopy floats in the air, they'll be like, all right, we're at zero gravity. Thanks, Snoopy. You're a hero. You're going to die up there. You've done I, your job. I Godspeed. Feel like Peter, I feel like Peter's still <laughs> mad about this. I Probably. Like Peter's still like, the fuck? How what much money Snoopy is Schultz paying NASA? They're probably paying him, right? I think he's probably I don't know paying him. What if they both think they're paying each other? It's everyone. <laughs> they're both just constantly <laughs> sending each other invoices. <laughs> it's just all happening for free. No one really wants to do it anymore. Like, can we get a uh, cooler what? fucking sponsor? Like Bang Energy? Just send up some Instagram models in space? <laughs> Did you see the Silver Snoopy Award, though? I thought that part was cool. That is cool. I, exactly, yeah, I saw that, and I was like, what? I had no idea that this connection existed. Yeah, there's a award that NASA has been giving out for the longest time. I looked since, it up. You since can, the Apollo missions. You can buy them on eBay. It'll set oh. you back around $2,200 to $5,000. What? But NASA gives out. A, That's stolen valor. Oh, I don't care. It's valor I would steal. Like, I definitely, <laughs> yeah, I would buy one. They give out, it's called a Silver Snoopy Award. And it was created during the Apollo era, still in use today. And it is a high honor awarded to NASA employees and contractors by astronauts celebrating achievements related to mission success and human flight safety. And what's cool is when they go on one of these missions, they take a bag of these pins with them. So then when they land and hand them out, you get a pin that has flown in space. And they're taking a bag of these pins on the Artemis mission. And fucking stuffed Snoopy will get a pin with himself on it and be like, oh, what kind of Black Mirror shit is this? He's going to get bombarded by gamma rays. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> turn yeah. into Snoopy's are, not going to survive. The pins we are will, the, We are the absolute worst. We will try to capitalize and sell anything. How do you buy one of these? Like with the Obama plates? I mean, you can get one on eBay. Yeah, but 
then you're buying it to be like, look, NASA awarded me this. I don't think that's cool. You should, no, earn, no, you should earn your silver Snoopy. I wouldn't say I... Here's the thing. It just looks cool. It does look cool. Like, it if you were to cool. offer up any military or government-related <laughs> medal, line them all up in front of me, I haven't seen them all, so I can't say for sure, but I feel like I would still pick Snoopy. Fuck the purple heart. Give me the silver Snoopy. <laughs> like it looks, it looks like an ancient civilization made it with crude it does. tools. Yeah. <laughs> it looks, it looks, yeah, it looks like pre-Columbian. It's fucking amazing. And yeah, they are very spendy. There's only two on eBay right now. One of them is five thousand dollars, and one one of them is a set of two for twenty two hundred. Well, look, I don't know all if I'm going to say that. is my birthday's coming up. You know, so oh, they also apparently do a snoopy award watch i was was looking at that the omega speedmaster yeah 50th anniversary that will only set you back 28 grand oh 28 grand yeah fuck there's more of those available though so there's that those are much easier to come by how many people like snoopy those comic strips sucked ass where's the marmaduke (laughs) (laughs) where's the babadook yeah, where's the family circus fucking I want a award? Babadook coin. I want a silver Babadook that, the, that NASA hands out. Um, yes. What about Garfield? Come on. What about the silver surfer? He lives in right? space. Yeah. Yeah, Garfield Well, that's would be why good. he can't use him, because he lives in space. He's, mm-hmm. you know, he's already out there. He doesn't need to go out there. It doesn't mean anything to him. Fucking lazy Everyone dog. knows there's no lasagna in space, so there can't yeah, be true. a Garfield. True. All right. Let's shame. Let's There's no about... Mondays either, though. No, that's true. In space, no one can hear you hate Mondays. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I want Garfield. I want, I want fan art of Garfield with a face hugger on him <laughs> saying, I hate Mondays. All right. Let's talk about one last story. I don't know if we'll get to both of these stories. We're getting a little oh, long in the sorry. Two. sorry. They're both great stories, though. You guys no, no, yelled at talk... me. That's why. Blame yourselves. We can talk. No, we can talk about them both. Okay. Uh, All right. Let's talk about this next story. William Shatner. Finally, this guy gets an opportunity. Something finally breaks William Shatner's way at the age of 90. (laughs) William Shatner got to go to space recently, which is crazy because I also just learned today, William Shatner, very afraid of flying. He apparently turned this down the first time they offered it to him. And eventually he relented and went to space but in that bullshit richard branson like you're there yeah. at the edge yeah of yeah the, space. Uh, the bezos fucking yeah if you yeah. could safely parachute from where you are you're not in space yeah. i would <laughs> argue like it might be dark up there but you're not in space you should die if you open the window in space <laughs> but William Shatner got to go, and it seems like he should have maybe just stayed behind. Because while everyone else, they show pictures, and people are fucking excited. They're in space. They're floating and shit. William Shatner came back very bummed. He uh, described seeing space as seeing death. Yeah. This, is, this is a quote. There is Mother Earth and comfort, and then there is death. That was my William Shatner. Thank you. He said he couldn't stop crying for hours after the flight and said it took me hours to understand what it was, why I was weeping. I realized I was in grief. I was grieving for the destruction of the earth. And quote. He seems like a huge bummer, man. Dude. Yeah, well, he says a lot of things in this. He plugs his competition that he's hosting. There's like a reality show or something. 
some contest to send a fucking coder into space and like the weird way that he talks about it. And then he talks about going to dinner with Stephen Hawking and it's basically him describing the time he was an asshole to Stephen Hawking. Yeah, because Stephen Hawking asked what his favorite episode of Star Trek was. And he and, was like, fuck you, I don't have one. I don't have one. Wheelchair then, man, shut up. Yeah, well, then he's like, what do you do when you're at dinner with somebody who can't? It's like the world's worst Seinfeld bit. He's like, <laughs> yeah. what do you do at dinner with someone who can't talk? Yeah. What are you talking about right now? <laughs> he was just on his phone the whole time. Yeah. Probably. It's just weird. Did you see the picture of him? William Shatner? In space, like everybody else is smiling and he looks like he just fucking yeah. saw like a ghost <laughs> yeah. or like his death. It looks so sad. Well, I remember when this happened too, there was like some video that was going around that was just him just trying to process his feelings and Jeff Bezos just being super fucking weird the whole time <laughs> and like interrupting him at one point and being like, as William Shatner's trying to talk, he's just like, all right, uh, champagne toast or whatever. And it's like super awkward. Well, Jeff, Jeff Bezos was such an asshole when he went to space, just yeah. in general. I mean, he's just a monster. He's just a piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah. He's, I, I believe he's an actual lizard person. Yeah, like if all, anyone. all weird right-wing anti-Semitic conspiracy shit aside, I think Bezos might be an actual reptile. Yeah, everything people say about Jeff Bezos is true, I assume. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Unless it's good, then I assume that's a lie. Yeah. Yeah, so William Shatner went to space and he didn't appreciate it. Yeah. Did space confront him with accusations about what happened to his wife? Is that what happened? Oh, yeah. Sorry, Did maybe he... I shouldn't have said What that. happened to his wife? Did space tell him how to pronounce sabotage? <laughs> I he... heard that clip. No. Oh, that's... What happened to his oh. wife? Did he kill his wife? His wife died under very shady circumstances. We'll just say that. Yeah, I don't, I don't know a whole lot Allegedly. about Allegedly. He wrote a song about it. <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah. It's called Common People. It's by Paul. Yeah. <laughs> did he really? No, he did. He did write a song about it. I shouldn't have said anything. Probably shouldn't be just making accusations about, you know. It's a pretty wild accusation. That's, Is it like yeah, the Eric Clapton sure. Dead Baby song or no? Yeah, kind of, except it's about actually finding his wife's body. I'm sorry. I've not known this, and I'm going to fucking listen to it while I go box in the backyard. Well, after you look that up... <laughs> Look up the video of him arguing with the director of Star Trek about how to pronounce sabotage. We used to play it on this show all the time, but he's delivering a line and he goes, Spock, sabotage the system. And the director cuts in and is like, okay, that was good, but uh, can you do it one more time? But uh, I think the word is sabotage. And William Shatner goes, you say sabotage. I say sabotage. And he fucking <laughs> sticks to his guns and says sabotage in the episode. It is amazing. It's up there with the Ricky Williams 30 for 30, oh. where at one point he had like a crumb in his beard and the cameraman goes, you have a crumb in your beard. And he goes, I know I want it there <laughs> <laughs> and just keeps this fucking crumb in his beard for the longest time. And it's so uncomfortable. And I love it so much. Sabotage the 30 for 30. <laughs> so this last story. NASA released a retro arcade game about the Nancy Grace Roman telescope, and it is oddly fun to play. Did anyone play it? I did play it. I got a high score of 440-something at one point. I caught a couple black holes. I was really proud of myself. Yeah, catching the black holes are tough. You don't see yeah. them because they're black holes, and it's a black what screen. Is, but What does NASA do with their fucking money? <laughs> <laughs> this, is, 
this, you know, what's funny is this actually cost them a hundred grand to make, and it took, it took nine months. It took nine months, but thankfully it was all women in charge of the project. They're, they're already not doing what we thought they were doing. And then they're like, we're going to do it for exceptionally low money. And now they're building shitty video games. I also just think that the name issue, I know that you're trying to honor (laughs) an astronaut, but it doesn't sound like Nancy Grace Roman, like that's her name, telescope. It sounds like Nancy Grace Roman telescope. Like it's. Yeah. This should be called the woman who helped invent the Hubble telescope telescope yeah, yeah or <laughs> even just her, the her grace was... roman telescope like leave one of them out yeah because her name was nancy grace roman or just like she's a famous she's a famous american astronomer but no, it just sounds like nancy grace has a observatory roman. in italy or something yeah, it's... has a roman telescope yeah <laughs> yeah when i saw the name at first too i was like oh that's unfortunate that is not the association you want. But yeah, the game's fun. You just use your arrow keys to... It's it's like Asteroid. Remember Asteroid? Yeah. Where you would just shoot the asteroids, but you're not blowing stuff up. You're just like picking up space debris, basically, and black holes and things. It's fun. Use your, use yeah. your money better, NASA. It's fun. Well, <laughs> I mean, it is to celebrate the launch of this crazy expensive giant telescope they're going to launch that might actually show hey. us a lot of stuff that we probably aren't ready to see. Well, wait then. Who, <laughs> as was, a on, who was on NASA's marketing team then? Because they got some dog shit ideas. Well, I mean, Snoopy, look. Snoopy? This Snoopy's, fucking game? Snoopy's not in the game, which is already a big problem. <laughs> right. Yeah. You're yeah. missing out on an entire demographic there. Well, by I not don't know. Like, what in. happens if you crack a hundred, or what if you crack a thousand, yeah. and then it's just like all Snoopy and Woodstock and Charlie Brown flying around <laughs> out there. And and William Shatner, you yeah. gotta catch you gotta catch a William Shatner before he dies. You just gotta make him stop crying. Yeah, you don't have to catch him. You just gotta shut him up. I mean, I this is I, I think this crying. is this is how they're gonna control the asteroid watch system is is by having you play a video game at home. Yeah, oh. they're just like softening Ender's us game? up. Yeah, they're Ender's gaming us. Yes, and just as homophobic. <laughs> Was it homophobic? I didn't even realize. I just saw no nah, or- Orson Scott card. Oh, big yeah, home fair. Of, yeah. Yeah, 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 fair. Harrison Ford was... I never saw the movie, but Harrison Ford was in it, right? Yes. They should put him in the game, too. <laughs> I am so obsessed with having a Silver Snoopy Award. I found one for 1800 on eBay, and it's got, like, a bunch of paperwork and shit with it, so you could flip that on Pawn Stars later on down the road. That's provenance, baby. I Wait, like you should go. You should go to the Pawn Stars place. You'd probably find it cheaper. But I would have to factor in the trip to Vegas. It's a drive. It's into a three-hour drive. Into that cost. Anyway, so yeah, go play this video game. So this, <laughs> so this yeah. satellite will live or whatever happens. I think it's a fun game. I played it a few times. I'll probably play it uh, as soon as we're done here. Yeah, it's a nice way to kill time. You'll figure it out pretty quick. You'll figure out how it works. It's pretty straightforward. And I think that's our episode. I think that's everything everyone needs to know about space right now. And think- about a TIFF's condiment preferences i'm so sorry right I fucking, oh that's uh, we're expanding <laughs> on that in a future episode i can promise you that i just hate condiments it's insane it's insane that's insane <laughs> did you say condoms or condiments both, both. Oh, baby. probably i'm you know, <laughs> yeah. fucking raw dogging over here <laughs> but on a sandwich no uh-huh. no thanks <laughs> so what do we have to plug before we get out of here a tiff you got anything to plug 
I'm going to be at the Asheville Comedy Festival in August if you're in North Carolina. Oh. And, right? I don't know. And yeah. uh, feel free to follow me on Instagram and Twitter. I don't post anything. But some of you have followed me, and I feel like you're greatly disappointed. <laughs> Andy, do you have anything to plug? Ghoul School, look good for the boys. We're prepping a listener engagement episode of look good for the boys on july 4th so sometime before Ooh. then if you have anything uh you'd like us to talk about on the show tweet at us at look good number four boys or email us at look good for the boys at gmail.com that's about all i have to say about it nothing else to plug thank you we're going to be doing a live pod in New York City Ooh. at the end of August. Whoa. Uh, it's going to be me and Alex Schmidt and Sliceberg Slim and comedian Khalees Hawkins. Ah, so <laughs> be on the lookout for that. Tickets will be on sale soon. So that'll be fun. And I think that's it for right now. Let's get the fuck out of here. A tiff. Say goodbye. Goodbye, everybody. Andy, say goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye, everybody. We love you. Bring a blood object to Bristol Street. Bring a blood object to Bristol Street. Bring a blood object to Bristol Street.